Welcome to the Crystal Crawford Show. I'm Crystal Crawford, and I invite you to a deep exploration of the tools of access consciousness and a totally different way of being. Hello, everybody. I want to dive into something that I talk about a lot, but doesn't seem to be talked about a lot out in the world. And it's basically this. Are you living with the money stress that you think you can't change? Hi, everybody. I'm Crystal. I am an Access Consciousness Certified Facilitator. For most of my life, I, I lived with a degree of stress and angst that I believed I couldn't change. And through Access Consciousness and the tools, I started to learn that anything can change. And all I had to be, be was willing. I today was in a group call with my business programs peeps, uh, the business programs called Growth Problems. And we are constantly looking at what it takes to have not money problems, but growth problems. Like if we're going to have any kind of problems, let's do growth. And one of the, one of the ladies in there is going through this massive trans transition in her life. Can anybody relate? I mean, I feel like I'm constantly in transition from one country to another, from one house to another. Um, and so there's just been a lot of like, you know, refreshing furniture and kind of painting the walls. You know how when something really massively changes in your life, you just want to change it all. So that's cool. She also has a business. And we were looking at today with her, you know, what, what it would take for her to start to be more inspired to have growth problems, to create growth problems. And so we kind of went down this pathway. And as we were talking with her, I realized that most of us are more geared towards getting away from pain than we are from pursuing pleasure. We really more wait until we're in enough pain that we don't have to, that we can't cope anymore before we take action. And so with money stress, I think one of the things that goes on for a lot of us is that, you know, our lives don't go in a straight line. Lives go like this and like this and like this and like this. Uh, things emerge and surprise us that take more resources than we thought we're, it was going to take. Our income level kind of stays like this while our need is rising. And, and, and so in truth, we haven't really built our income reality to support the fluctuating, flexible nature of our life. So as we live and we're alive and we're breathing and we're going forward in our life and we're having kids and dogs and accidents and body stuff and we want to take more access consciousness classes and whatever's happening that fluctuating nature is not necessarily reflected in the choices in our life and so we sort of we're, we are a a frog in boiling water in that the backlog kind of starts to occur without knowing it and so, but because it kind of, you know, we've been in the water the whole time and we're just kind of used to it, we don't necessarily notice when it starts to get warm until it's too fucking hot. 
And by that time, we absolutely have to make a change or something else. And without the access consciousness tools and knowing that you can create a totally different reality than the one you have now, most of us resort to things like, okay, I have so much debt, I have to do bankruptcy, or I have so much, I have so much of one thing that I have to, of necessity, do this other thing. I get it. <laughs> And I guess what I wanted to, to speak about today is what would it take to agitate the pain that you've gotten yourself in with money so far, agitate that pain a little bit more so that it doesn't have to get so bad before you absolutely have to make a change, number one. I want to start there. What would it take to agitate the pain of where you're at right now? so that it doesn't have to physically get so bad before you make a change. And the way you do that is you sit there with yourself and you kind of look at what would your life be like in the next three years, five years, and 10 years if you change nothing. If you just live in this low level angst and change nothing, I'm going to use my mom as an example. She's in, she's a great, she's a great source of examples. I, I can use myself too, but I've told, I've told this story many times in other videos, but let's use my mom for an example. My mom is, let's see, I'm going to expose her age. She never watches my videos, by the way. So my mom is going to be 70 next year. She's living on Medicare and social security in the middle of suburbia. She's got her house is paid off. Um, so her income is very, very low. And the house has not had really any money invested into it for quite some time. And I could go into why that is and the relationships with all of us and every, but you can go watch my other videos to find out what the fuck with all of, with all our family dynamic and you'll get it after you watch a few. So she's pretty determined to have things in a particular way that we can't contribute to. And with the choice that she's making now, if you extrapolate her choice out one year, three year, five year, and 10 years in the future, the house she's living in is actually going to probably in the next three years be eaten by mice, have holes in the roof, um, is going to need some major repairs over the next three, five, and then definitely 10 years. If you look at her body with her income level is going to need major repairs over the next three, five, 10 years. The choice that she's making right now are the choices to decay her future rather than create her future. And the reason I use her is because she's a very extreme example. She is somebody who has, is living the hoarder lifestyle. She's got a lot of mental health things going on, but she also wants to maintain aggressive control of her life. And so doesn't allow anybody else to contribute to her or in, in be creative with her on different ways she could live. So she's very fixed in her point of view and her fixed point of view is going to, if you extrapolate it out over the years, going to result in a very, um, a future that's going to require a lot of cleanup later on. When I was, I also got very backlogged with my finances. This was, um, I don't know, 2018. And I had gone through another very intense breakup and I was looking at how I was going to move forward from here. Like, did I want to keep 
repeating the same cycles over and over. My cycle seemed to be get into a new relationship. It'll go really well and then it breaks up and then I'm like back at square one sort of thing. Did I want to keep doing that for the rest of my life? Here I was, I was in my forties. Um, is this all there is? Just did I shave my legs for this or did I want something else? And so I was really looking at what it would take to have something else. And part of why I didn't want to face any of that was because I had a lot of backlog. I literally hadn't filed my taxes in two different countries at that point. Uh, I had debt in one country. I was starting debt in another country. There was just a lot of things. And my business as it ran was epic hand to mouth. It went in my hand, it went in my mouth, right? That, so I never had taxes, you know, money set aside for things. I didn't have any buffer. And I was really sitting with this phrase of like total peace with money. What would it take to have total peace with money? And I, really, as I sat in my own world of my own creation and looked around, I was like, I do not have total peace with money. I've got total angst with money. I've got the entrepreneur version of total angst with money, right? Like I'm on my own. I've got to pay all my own bills. And uh, uh, I don't know exactly how that's going to go month to month. And that's every month for me. So I don't have total peace with money. I have no money set aside, you know. So I had to sit with myself at that moment because as I took stock of like this low lying stress that I was just, I had learned to live with, right? Like I had just learned to live with this. I'd been backlogged for 12 or 15 years at that point. So it had it, almost become a part of my normal. Like if I wasn't stressed, what would I be doing with my time? As I sat with that and really looked at it, I was, and the thing that popped me out of it was, was Gary Douglas saying, you've got to give up survival as a point of view. And I was looking at that going, I didn't even know that was a point of view. And I was definitely doing the survival point of view. And like, what would my life be like if I gave it up? So I did it in both directions. I agitated the pain of not giving it up. Like, okay, if I don't give up the point of view of survival, if I never take care of these tax things, if I never get take care of any of my other things, what will my life be like? And down that road, I was in jail for tax evasion in 10 years. And then I agitated the possibility of giving up survival as a point of view. And man, things got sweet there. But there was one thing in that agitation of possibility that I had to sit with and see if I wanted to choose. And that was, if I gave up the choice for survival, if I never again allowed myself again to survive. Like I just didn't give myself that choice. We're not doing just survival. We're only doing thrival. And I noped myself and I chose again and I chose again and I chose again. Thank you, Dreyer. The thing I was aware of, I was resisting was the uncomfort of persistently choosing forward. And what I recognized about that was that I just had simply never done it. I had always lived a like two steps forward and five steps back and then two steps forward and five steps back, essentially kind of functioning like a tetherball, right? I was the ball and I would throw myself out into the world and then, but, but my string was really still tied to the post, throw myself out into the world and because the string was there, I would like bounce back to the post and then I would sit on the ground for a while. And then I, something new would happen. I'd get excited and inspired and I'd throw myself out into the world, but my string was still tied. So I'd come back to the post and fall to the ground. And to be honest with you, that seems to be the 
the primary pattern in my life, even still, like if there was a dominant pattern in your life, what would it be? That's probably my dominant pattern. So here's something we can do just at this moment. All of the big five holding that pattern in place. Can we revoke, recant, rescind, reclaim, renounce, denounce, destroy, and uncreate all that? Times a godzillion, right, wrong, good, bad, pod, pod, call, land, shorts, boys, povids, and beyonds. We have to start to recognize what things are. And anything that's a pattern is part of this infinity loop called the big five. It's like, there's a presumption I have, I've had about whatever, uh, the need to react to that, to hold that in place, the need of reactive response systems. Again, you can go to crystaljoycrawford.com slash big five to find out more about this. But so, so I had this pattern. I knew once I cleared, I was going to lose my train of thought. Once you clear, it's not there anymore. So survival. So as I agitated the possibility of survival, I recognized that what I was avoiding was the uncomfort of always choosing, always choosing to be greater, to grow, to be more in the world. I was giving up the sweet, sweet, dirty diaper comfort of sitting in my limited choices of being average, normal, real, and the same, right? I would have, I would of necessity give that up if I chose to just not survive. And so it's been really interesting being me here today because I'm active right now in these, this last month for sure. And moving forward, I am living on that creative edge right now. I am really navigating uncomfort. Now, uncomfort is really different than heavy. Heavy energies aren't true for you. Light energies are true for you. Uncomfort is different than heavy. Uncomfort is this like, oh my God, I might die sensation. And, and for me, it shows up kind of here. Uh, that is, I'm choosing more than I ever have. I'm heading into unknown territory. I'm basically leaving everything familiar behind. And I'm going out on my own to see what's possible for me. And, and that has nothing to do with like... Uh, any organization or it has nothing to do with anything tangible in the world. It's all energetic, but it's there. And so I, I wonder if for a lot of us, we'd rather live with the pain that we've come to know, the angst, than leave the pain and head into the uncomfort of the unknown. Almost like the pain, you know, that low level stress that always wondering where the next dollar is going to come from, always wondering like if the debt is going to overtake you. I mean, all of us have different kinds of pain. If, if the tax man is going to finally come knocking on your door, we never really know if we're going to be audited, you know, if that pain is more comfortable than the uncomfort of the unknown with no pain and all possibility, just all possibility. And the truth is that to, to choose to move from angst to ease, you have to sit with and really go, am I willing to have ease? You know, if I were only choosing ease, what would I choose? Now, maybe you would rather stay in the pain. What I would invite you to do is agitate that pain and really look at that. Because do you want to live the rest of your life the way that you're living now? If you change nothing, if you 
never ever handle the the root system of your beliefs about money and your energies around money if you never handle that and you only kind of tap at it and you know kind of lightly place yourself in a new pot and but you never really look at the root system and go now what does it take to have robust oak tree roots if you just sort of semi do stuff and you kind of bat around tools here and there and you never go whatever the fuck it takes this is changing forever you know what's your life going to be like well, like it'll slightly better you'll feel a little better you'll like you know maybe make a make a few extra dollars but fundamentally your life will operate exactly the same if you really want to move yourself from angst to ease what's really required of you what would you have to be willing to lose to give up would you have to give up limited you would you have to give up pain And I know, I know, I know that we've been taught that pain is a fruit, right? We have pain in reaction too, but there, there, therein lies the, the diagnosis, right? Pain is a reaction to what? So if pain is a reaction and all choice is possible, including reaction, what would it be like if you didn't react to what you've created so far and you just looked at it and you're like, is this the way I want to live? There is a you that exists that is beyond, there's a you that exists beyond the pain. There's a you that exists beyond the stress. What would you, what could you add to your life to get access to you? Beyond pain, beyond stress, beyond money difficulty, beyond any of the subjects around which we create this reality of pain. And from here on out, it's angst, angst, angsty energies are all the worry, the stress, the anger, the fear, the frustration, the, you know, shutting yourself down, survival, all the coping energies. Those are all angst energies. And those are the things we do to make us feel like we're alive. But are we, are we really living or do we just feel like we're living because we have so much to do and so many things to handle? So then what is really living? What is really living? If all of life really could come to you with ease and with joy and with glory, including money, including possibilities, including new ideas, including clients, including a different way of living than you're living now, what would that be like? And would you have to choose it for it to show up for you? I want to invite you into a five-day challenge that is going to start Wednesday. I'm not going to tell you when it's going to start. Go find out because you're gonna be watching this in all different times. So I wanna invite you to a five-day challenge. It is up on my website all the time. You go to angsttoease.com, you can register for it. It's 10 bucks. We are going to, over those five days, be deep diving into some tools that seem too easy and too simple, but can have the most dramatic effect on the energy that you're being. Remember that pain is a choice that you make. It's an energy that you choose in reaction to. It didn't come first. The pain didn't come first. The point of view came first. The whatever was way back here came first. So now in order to have something different show up in our lives, in order to even entertain the possibility of choosing ease, we've got to kind of handle some of the messy ways we've learned to navigate our world. 
all these different things that we choose unconsciously that just create all this pain that we've learned to live with that we think we can't change. By the way, anything that you think can't change is what's called a presumptive reality. It seems so factual that it's just always going to be that way. But you don't have to live with anything you don't want to live with ever again. You get to change your stars. You get to discover the you that's beyond the stress. You get to have you if you choose. So check out the challenge. Join us for that. There is so much more coming. I My book that I'm writing about this is like 65% done. I'm writing on it every single day. I'm targeting a release for February 2024. Um, there's a, a mentorship coming. There's working with me privately coming. What else is possible for you and your financial and living reality that you've never considered? Check out the website, like and comment on this so other people can see it, send this to a friend, and I will see you inside the challenge.